0: at luckylandslots.com available to players in the US excluding Washington and Michigan no purchase necessary vgw group void were prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply
1: hello and welcome to the Trample Bet podcast for the weekend of saturday april 16th 2022 I'm your host, Andy Vaughn, and with me as always is Gordo. Hello. How are you, Gordon?
2: I'm all right. I'm all right.
1: Good. How are you? Fine. Yeah, yeah. Good weekend. We're doing we're doing we're doing a okay. Um, unfortunately, last week's guest, Dave Greenfield, cannot join us this week. Um, he's had a, a close bereavement in the family, so our thoughts are with Dave, and we'll we'll hear back from him soon enough. But we do have his results. Um to go through from last week, uh, let's do it at the beginning of the show. Seeing as 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 Dave can't be with us this week, we've got next week's guest, uh, Jerome. Jerome, else, how are you doing,
3: Jerome? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Ready to put the disappointment from personal into positive this week. But hi, thanks for having me.
1: Yeah, no, very, very, very pleased to have you. Thank you very much for um coming back on the show. And we'll hear a lot more from you after the ad break in the in the second half. But before that, Gordon and I have some business to attend to with last week's results. Um my banker, Jesus Christ, what a banker this turned out to be. An away win or a draw for Chelsea away at Southampton was one to four. They won this 6-0 after being 4-0 up at halftime. Just as well I was on that double chance.
2: Ah, uh, you really, you really took that draw <laughs> uh, out of. Out of uh, yeah, you could have had done that nice Chelsea when it was three to five or something. Was that well, the, no?
1: It's more, much more than that.
2: Was it really higher than that? I suppose yeah. it played Real midweek. Closer to
1: evens. Um, so I just thought one to four was massive for something that was pretty much a certainty, and as it turns out, it was an absolute certainty. So
3: I, I messaged you, didn't I say, and I couldn't believe that it's one to four. It f- was f- one f- to four. You yeah, were like, else, I couldn't f- believe it. it. Yeah. That's free money. They're just giving away money. They were
1: just absolutely giving away money. Um, as it turns out, they were giving away money just straight up on the Chelsea win. But for banker purposes, to lock one up, um, that was a good job. Gordon. Uh, first was
2: uh, I was first, first pick of the week. Friday, um, I had uh, Stuttgart Dortmund over 0.5 first half goals. This happened mm-hmm. 2 to 7. It happens every week. It'll be happening next week. You know what my pick's going to be already. (laughs) So, uh, yeah. uh, So, Andy, do you want to cover cover Dave's one, which he bloody well scraped in that boy.
1: So he did. (laughs) I had a Wrexham win at home to Eastleigh. And Wrexham did win the game 3-2, but it took a 98th minute penalty winner for Wrexham in order to do it. Uh, But hey, it came in. The banker treble came in again. Um, So we're continually hitting these banker trebles, which is wonderful. Um, and hopefully we can keep that up for next week. On to the value picks. And my value pick was horrendous. It was Man United away at Everton. The away win was 3-4. to four, And Man United could beat 1-0. I uh, don't know what happened in the game because I was at the Grand National on Saturday um, standing at Aintree, struggling to get phone signal, hearing on the grapevine that Everton were winning because obviously Aintree's down in Merseyside and there were a lot of happy people. And also half of them were... Not happy being Liverpool fans, wanting to see Everton really struggle. So uh, I thought Man United would be able to beat Everton. They they couldn't.
3: Yeah, I watched and the that's full a, game. That's a big loss <laughs> that they didn't win because Everton are truly abysmal.
2: Oh, they're awful. Yeah. I watched the full game. It was like, if you told me both those teams were like 17th and 18th, I'd be like, yeah, that's... That's what that is. It was the- and Rashford
3: started that game on fire. He had like he was a oh. dangerous in the first twenty minutes.
2: He did, and then he just ran out of steam. And then they replaced they replaced him, and they they brought on subs. Just it was a rubbish game of football. That, um, but yeah, I mean, congratulations to Everton there, um, bucking the trend of being really shit to just go back to being just a bit shit. Um, so yeah, my, my value wasn't much better. Uh, I had Majorca versus Athletic Madrid. Myorca um, won this game one nil. Um, Athletic Madrid played midweek, and that's one of the reasons my value this week is a is another side of this uh, is because of what happened with uh, with that game. Yeah, Madrid just they didn't get the result, and uh, a disappointing one in there. So, yeah, Dave's there, Andy.
1: Yeah, Dave's value pick came in if you use Bet three six five uh, Dundee United versus Dundee took Dundee United in the Dundee Derby. They took a 2-0 lead, so Bet365 would have paid you out on that. But for everyone else, this bet ended up losing as the game finished two each. Dundee scoring twice in a minute um, to pull back the 2-0 deficit. So, disappointing result for um, for Dundee United, but fine for Dave, because he, he loves picking a Bet365 winner that ultimately doesn't come in.
3: Yeah, no, he, no just, one likes Dundee United, do they? No one likes them, do they?
1: Everyone
2: likes I don't Thunder like, United. I
3: don't think, I don't think Andy <laughs> liked Thunder United very much on that day,
2: though, I believe.
1: No, I'd backed him at Hills. Um, yeah. So, what a pain in the arse that was. As it turns out, a draw was fine for us. It meant it was the final fixture before the split, and we ended up staying in fourth position. So, that's what's maybe made the top six. Job done. Premier League football next year. Let's see if we can get a European place out the remaining five games. It's possible.
3: If you do, um, so. I'm so jealous of you to be able to see European football. <laughs> oh, I'd give
2: anything. Would you yeah, think Is the FA Cup win or not?
3: Yeah, to... we, we might do. We might do. <laughs> we might not two, end it. two games. Two games. So oh you need, So It's all you need.
1: So that was, uh, that was the value pick. Dave doing the business, technically. Um, On to the outsiders. My outsider was in Japan. Took the high-flying Kashima Antlers at home to Yokohama F Marinos. Uh, they lost this game. They lost it three 0 But all the goals happened after the 82nd minute. This was this game was tight as predicted. Kashima were 17 to 10 when we recorded the podcast last week, and in the hour before kickoff, they were five to four.
2: Yeah, I, I took them like, at sixty five. Like the right, they,
1: they just kept coming in. Um, so I feel like I was on the right side of it. It wasn't a three nil game. Um, the the three goals all came in the last ten minutes. Clearly, that game was uh, going to hinge on who scored the opening goal, if there was going to be an opening goal, and it went the way of the F Marinos. But it's going to be it's going to be a good season in the J League this year with Kashima, Yokohama F Marinos, and, and Kawasaki Frontale all looking pretty good. And um, those three sides will win their fair share of games this year. Um, so yeah, no outsider win for me this week. I'd have been on quite a run of outsiders, so it was disappointing. No,
2: I like I really like your pick this week, though. So uh, uh, for your outsider. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to discussing it uh, my outsider was not much better uh, whereas Andy got to, until the 82nd minute to to have a bit of fun with his uh, my game was done at halftime Inter were 2-0 up against Verona I had uh, the X2 market and I had as well taken the fucking 2 market um, for for a price um, because the, it was nowhere near uh, Inter won this game 2-0 they were comfortable they didn't mm-hmm. They yeah, we they were 35 minutes, they were up to now. There was no interest after that for them. They just shut down the game. Um, so yeah, no outsider for me this week. And then that we just wanted Dave's outsider.
1: So Dave's outsider, Dave went ambitious, really ambitious. He took Stoke, who were already an outsider away at West Brom, and then added the caveat that it would be under two and a half goals. He shouldn't have done that. He should have kept it simple. Stoke won this game 3 1. So Stoke did win. And that would have been fine enough as I think a two to one outsider, it would have been. Uh, 10 to three, over three to one, that would have been just for a Stoke win. Yeah, um, for the outright
2: win. Yeah, I th- for the I outright the win, Stoke- 10 I to took- three. I took the Stoke outs right win. Like and that was just part of the mega cup, And I was like, there's no way I'm like
3: turning yeah. down 10 to three in there for that. It's a conversation so- I have with my, my best friend all the time. Don't get too fancy and add, add, add things that have to yeah. happen. Mm. It's hard enough picking winners, let alone under this, over this, under this.
1: That's always something I say as well. I always go for Don't bet on anything a team doesn't have to do.
3: Yeah, yeah.
1: Right. So they don't need to clear a minus one handicap. They don't need to be leading at halftime. In order for them to gain points, all they need to do is win the game. Yeah, because be, it will be, they'll do it in the most
3: shit house way possible. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, exactly. Because that's yeah. what matters to them. So therefore, yeah. that's what should matter to you in the in the long run. Um, so yeah, it was a, it was a great pick uh, for seeing the Stoke win, but he didn't get that enhanced 7-1 seventy-one shouting. But I'm still going to give him credit for a bet three six five value winner, <laughs> even though it lost elsewhere, and then a Stoke victory, even though he caveated it with somebody else getting greedy. So he's kind of having, like, on paper, potentially a zero week, you know, in those two slots. But you could make the There's argument. There's
2: some moral victories in there. Is you, that you, you can could make the for?
1: argument. There was definitely, well, there was certainly a Bet 365 victory. And it was a victory for you not taking the underline yeah. as well. So a good pick. I think mean, we can agree it was a good pick. Um, on to the charity bet. And I was in Japan again for Hiroshima versus Avispa Fukuoka this time. On the under two and a half goal line, and this is this is just how a Fukuoka play football. They limit the chances that their opponents have, and in doing so, limit the chances that they have as well. Uh, this 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 flew in under two and a half goals in total. Um, it was a one nil win to Hiroshima, and that that goal came in stoppage time. So this game was nil nil and it ticked over ninety
3: the ninetieth minute. So um, that was a really easy charity win. So in basically like the last five ten minutes, you've got like the early payout. You're just like, yeah, it's happening. Yeah, yeah
1: they're, they're not going to score. Three. Yeah. <laughs> not, not going to be three goals. That, seriously, right? They'll feature in this week's picks, but they they don't score and they don't concede, and they've had a whole host of nil nil draws. They must be it. It must be so boring to be a fan of theirs and, and attend the games.
2: Um, well, I mean that 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 leads me on rather nicely to to my pick, which is boring, boring, boring. Um This was. Uh, I had taken Leverkusen away at VfL Bochum. Uh, it was nil-nil. Leverkusen missed a penalty um, in the 60th minute to to bring my charity in. But outside of that, if you look at the stats for the game, you know they 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 both played a similar game of football. You know, it was goal attempts 11 to nine, shots and goals two to two, shots off goal 97. It's not as if Leverkusen were all of them and they rewarded themselves with a penalty. Bochum are actually all right this season, and I mean. They're in twelfth at the moment and nowhere near the relegation zone, so it's a it's a decent result for them. Yeah, I'm disappointed in Leverkusen not been able to 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 convert on that penalty, but on on the balance of the game, they didn't really deserve anything out of it.
1: Mm. And our charity killer G man, good to see you doing your yeah, best. For yeah, yeah, be, be <laughs> good to be back.
2: Good to be back. Yeah. You,
1: yeah. <laughs> You know, and you'll be backing, backing it, again. it again
2: this week. You'll be backing it again this Great week. Great fun. A, That's another, nice tenor into the mincer. That's a, what that
1: Another is. W for me and another big L for you. Uh <laughs> Dave's charity pick, in fairness, wasn't much better. He had the Ibiza versus Ibar game and predicted an away win for Ibar. Uh, Ibiza won this game, from what I hear, pretty comfortably. I ended up a 2-0 scoreline, but I believe they had a couple of goals disallowed in, in the there as well. In the first half. Yeah.
3: 2-0 yes.
2: up at time.
1: So no no charity win this week, but we did win a rather large charity bet last week. So I feel we can let ourselves off for that one and get back to winning ways after the break this week. Um, talking about the break, uh, those that are listening to us on normal podcast channels will, will get a short advert. Um, whereas those of, that are members of the Trample Bet Club on Patreon... I uh, can hear the middle section where the three of us will just continue talking about things we like for the weekend coming up. That didn't make the main picks of the show. Um, a couple of other sports in there, anything that we fancy. Um, also on Patreon, you get this as an early release, so you'll get the video podcast. You'll see the Zoom call with the get to see all three of us. Um, Jerome and his excellent Crystal Palace gear ahead of this weekend. Just re- repping the palace. Ready for it. Uh, Come
3: on, boys. Come on, ready. boys. He is, he is ready to Wembley. I'm there. <laughs> Fantastic. Went to the um, club shop today and bought a T-shirt, a uh, shirt for the game. Wonderful.
1: Oh, that's man, I'm, exci- I'm excited for you. So if you're on Patreon, you'll get to see that early release. Um, you also get the cheat sheet. So that's all the picks written down in a in a handy cheat sheet format. Um, and also all our extra content. It was a busy week last week uh, with the Masters, the Grand National, yeah. and the start of the Major League Baseball season. Um, and both Gordon and I did pretty well at the Masters. I had uh, Shane Lowry each way at fifty to one, and he finished tied third. So that uh, that was profit right across the board for me. That that yeah, made up for Corey, the, the Corey other Garners. three picks doing nothing.
2: Forty corners yeah. for me, fifty to one. He was he was uh, sixth or something. Uh, all of my guys made the cut, which was quite
1: nice. Yeah, of bit of interest for the, A bit, for the weekend. bit of
2: interest for the rest of the weekend. However, I, I, one thing to point out is that uh, Tittle Hatton
1: decided to have the
2: two worst rounds of golf of his life for the remaining two rounds. Uh, what one of what which did when the he winner go off clump. that? 50s, I think, that Scottish Effort was not. Um,
1: Sheffield was one of their favourites. Was he? he was, uh, he'd be under... Oh, yeah, he's, he's won three tournaments already this year.
2: Sorry. Do you know what I was getting that mixed up with? The <laughs> winner of the national.
3: <laughs> See, when you asked what, was what he did like? the winner oh, go for that? Like, All right, 50s. yeah, yeah. yeah. What, threes, fours, fives? No no, 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 US no, no. Yes, Masters.
1: We're around 16s or something. 16 or 18 yeah. to 1. The, the oh, okay. winner of the Masters. So. Um, It's such a highly competitive event Um, and so much can go wrong on that that back day. Yeah. Uh, he 4 potted the last and still won. I thought that was wonderful. <laughs> but yes, uh, you get all that extra stuff. And Santini, for me, placed in the Grand National. I've been talking about him in the middle section for weeks. So delighted that he got around the national course and finished in the places. Uh, I think he was 50 again when I originally backed him. Um, in the Grand National, so very happy with that, and bet 365's wonderful each offer that essentially meant you got the each way part of your bet for free so again, huge profit, so join us over in Patreon, it's www.patreon.com forward slash tramplebet download or download the Patreon app, search tramplebet and it's about £6 a month or something to, to join us and get all that extra content, all the extra features um, and the middle section is about to happen now Everyone else, we shall see you
3: after the break. It is Ryan here,
1: and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? Welcome back to the show, and now on to this week's picks, the moment we've all been waiting for, for the weekend of Saturday, April 16th, 2022. Um, we're joined this week, as we've said already, by Jerome. Hey, Jerome.
3: I guess. I guess.
1: And myself and Gordo, as usual, uh, running you through the bankers, the value bets, the outsiders and in our charity treble for the week ahead. So I shall start us off with the banker bet, which may also be chronologically the first bet of the weekend, because it's Friday at 5pm in the Danish Superliga. Uh, the league has split there, and this match, Norg- Norgeland versus Sonderjyska, is in the relegation group of the Danish Superliga. So there's not long left now, having had the split, and Norgeland have a four-point cushion above second last Viley. Uh, the bottom two teams get relegated here, so they are be really keen to keep that that gap ahead of the bottom two. just uh, get dead last, and they're eight points behind Norgeland. Uh, so this is a game that the home side will know if they win. They extend that gap against dead last, they probably extend the gap against second last, or at least keep it at four points. So it's really, really important for them to get a win. Head-to-head-wise, they've played three times since the beginning of 2021. Norgeland have won twice, and there's been one draw. Uh, When considering this matchup, when Norgeland are the home team, you have to go back to 2016 for the last time Sondajewska managed to win here. Um, Since then, they've met six times, four Norgeland wins, two draws. Uh, It should also be noted that Sondajewska this season are just absolutely dreadful away from home. They've played a total of 12 away games in the Superliga and they've only managed three points out of those 12 games. So at a possible 36, they've managed three points. Uh, they're just they're bad on the road. Um, so for all of these reasons, I think it's a decent banker shout that Norgeland do not lose this game. So that's a double chance bet on Norgeland win or the draw. And that's two to seven, which I think is
3: pretty generous. History's on your side.
1: Yeah, history's on my side, form's on my side. This season's um, home-away platoon splits are on my side. It should be fine. Um, I, I fully expect Northland to win this game. But again, I'm taking the double chances. as a banker, and I think 2-7 is is good enough odds.
2: I'll take us to my banker this week, which is the same as it's been. Uh, I checked seven previous times this has came in for me. Uh, this is uh, Dortmund uh, are playing at Wolfsburg. Uh, D- Dortmund versus Wolfsburg at Dortmund. A uh, first half goal here. It's one to four on three six five, but um, one to three, two to seven, various other places. You don't need to tell me. I, I, I'm just going to pass to Jerome There's no, there's no I, I can add nothing to this. It's just. I am coming in.
1: I am sat here shaking my head because I just can't believe it's still two to seven. It happens every fucking week, yeah. right? So like two to seven, you're like, oh, that should probably, you know, only happen three out of every four times. Does,
3: Does that, anyone want that to stop? i put no, 700 no, no, no. on this Saturday and it'll
1: stop. I promise <laughs> you no, that. Don't do that. Don't stop <laughs> it. Don't stop it. I'm just saying for the odds because you continually get around one to three for this. Uh, two to seven, one to four. And it just always comes in. It's wonderful. They probably just
3: can't be bothered to change the press. That's what no. it is.
1: Yeah. That's it. There's only there's only 100
2: bets getting put on it a week. Um you know, if, if people are backing her. Yeah, it's just us. <laughs> it's like, why, are they, why are they all in like the UK clustered? <laughs> <laughs> like, this is weird. <laughs> no one's backing this in Germany. And some guy in Michigan. Yeah, some guy in Michigan, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so Dorman Wilsberg. Love it. Over, one, over point five. Jerome,
3: what have you got? Okay, so the more I look at this, the more I'm like, how do I actually call this a banker? But I just feel like no matter what, Man United at home to Norwich. Do you know what? Oh. It's one to four. I know, I know.
1: I say that because I just got stung by them last week in a game I thought they couldn't lose to Everton, right? Well, and Burnley,
3: get... Burnley have scored eight goals away all season and they've conceded 32. I just think Man United, if you want a game to turn around your form, that Norwich has to be it. Yeah, that
0: yeah.
3: has to be Like, you just want to follow Norwich against them. Like, same way how Gordon's like, let me every first week Dortmund, they're going to score. You have to feel that Norwich are going to get battered away from home.
2: Yeah, I I think you're right. I'm just wary because of last week and how shit they were. And Ronaldo trying to spark out some Everton fans phone halfway through the game. But
3: I, uh, I, I, I can't name one player in Norwich's team that is of Premier League quality. I cannot... Name yeah. one that if they get relegated, someone goes, Oh, I'm gonna buy that player. They don't, yeah, yeah. yeah, or
1: would they be worried that oh, shit, if we get relegated, we're gonna lose all our star players? No, they'll probably, yeah, stay. because
3: no one would want them. Like, <laughs> you've seen statistic- them in the Premier League, we <laughs> yeah. know how it wraps. <laughs> yeah.
1: No one would want them.
3: Love it. <laughs> I get like, what you're saying, I totally get what you're saying. No, but yeah, I it's. Can we say it's the weirdest banker? I think in a while. I think it's it just sounds weird. You're doubting Man United at home to Norwich. That shows how yeah. far they've fallen. Yeah, yeah. At I one to four. Fair. At one to
2: four, exactly. Oh well, yeah. Banker, banker treble then. Um, I'm, I'm sure will be. It might be better out than last week actually. Because have a guess what the
1: banker treble is
2: uh, about evens.
1: Yeah, 0.99 to 1. Ah, there we go. Absolutely. So it's as, it's as close as you can get to evens right? Bet365 <laughs> telling me it's exactly evens. Uh, yeah, so not 0.99 to 1. It's, for all intents and purposes, it's even money for the banker treble, and I think it's got a pretty good shout coming in. On to the value picks then. We had a poor value week last week, so let's try and redeem ourselves this week. Let's keep the bankers rolling because, you know, we're really good at that. And let's uh, turn the form around here with the value picks. I'm in the Japanese J League on Sunday at 7am for Kishima Antlers versus Nagoya Grampus 8. And the home win for Kashima here is just under even money at 10 to 11. So they took a tough loss last week against Yokohama F Marinos. Um, the game, as we said earlier, finally poised in 0-0 um, until after 80 minutes. And then Yokohama just ran out 3-0 winners. I'm certain the Antlers will be challenging for the title this year. And that's backed up by the fact that this was only only their second loss. So their their two losses this year have come to Kawasaki Frontale and Yokohama F. Marinos, who who will be the other two teams challenging for the title. They've won their other six games. So they've played eight games. They've lost those two to title favourites and they've won all the other games uh, that they've played. Nagoya, the away side here, they've struggled a bit so far this campaign. They've taken eight points from seven matches, but they've really struggled on the road. Now, okay. I say they've really struggled on the road. They've got zero points away from home. They have only played two of their seven games away from home. Albeit they've lost them both, though. Um, Form-wise, despite the loss for Kashima at the weekend, they're still top of that league's five-game form table with 12 points from their last possible 15. Nagoya, 14th in the form table. They've only taken four points from the last five games. It's a good spot for the Antlers to bounce back at home to a very mediocre Nagoya team. Around even money's good. Take
3: it. Shout. I definitely I definitely <laughs> have got into Japan since like this podcast. I love yeah. it. like it's so random how you can just go to this corner of the world and the bookies don't understand the odds. As I said earlier, yeah, you, there's... Just, you can bet a fourfold 15 pounds and it goes up to like 250 and the team should win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, you don't yeah. get that anywhere else.
1: Yeah, it, it's it's obviously not a league that's I, the time difference being in our uh, um, back the way helps us, I think, in people not following it or understanding it or the bookies yeah. not putting that much effort. The fact these games are on at seven in the morning and thing eleven a.m. on a Friday and things like that, it's probably not yeah. as well understood as you know the MLS or something like that, where the time difference yeah. is the other way around and people are watching them late at night. So anyway, Kashima will be a good thing for a long time this season, especially if you can get them around even money against a team that's going to finish mid table. So I really, I really like this one.
3: Oh. I've personally got my first Japanese team on my my band list, and that's Urawa Red Diamonds. <laughs>
2: <laughs> they, they've been On, mine, you know, for about I don't know six months, maybe a year, right? Oh, longer. Yeah. They are. They're Andy, notorious. How, mu- how
3: much did how much did they cost me in the past two weeks? Urawa Red Diamonds, hundreds.
1: Literally, yes, they did. So hundreds. They,
3: they are banned. They are banned. That,
2: that med- but as as you ban them, you know, just let me tell you what happens. You ban them, right, and then they go pump some team 5-0 they go mm-hmm. next week they win 6-0 you go fuck they're, they're over it then they go play some a, a, a team of japanese guys who are you know they might play in the cup in the first round and lose 5-0 yeah. to just some punters that they're and <laughs> you know what i mean like it, it, yeah, it's, it's just who they
1: are they're notoriously unreliable the Uruva red diamonds mm-hmm. um they can be wonderful on their day and pull off like the best results against the league leaders and then the next week when they're playing someone they should win, they can beat one 0 And they've been doing it consistently for a good few years. Doesn't mean you should necessarily always write them off. You can sometimes find a decent spot for them at big odds. Yep. But uh I wouldn't I wouldn't be um laying any faith or trust in them.
3: No. And I just love the fact I think they've got the best flags on Flash score. Go at the Japanese league. Oh yeah,
0: they
1: definitely do. Best mascots as well.
2: Um, aye, there's a there's a whole bunch in there. But yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna take his value away from Japan, um, but to Portugal this week. Uh, the last game of will be eleven of twelve when this kicks off. And hopefully this will be twelve of twelve. This is a uh, Sporting versus Benfica. Um and I'm gonna be taking a home win for sporting at over even money, twelve to eleven. Bookies have it twelve to eleven on every bookie, so it's they're clearly had a discussion about this one because there's no there's no price difference anywhere. Um, Sporting are in second place and uh, Benfica are in third. There's five games to go. Um, there is 11 points between them. Now, Benfica and Sporting are not in danger, but Sporting and Porto, there's six points between second and first place. So there's still a realistic chance that they can catch um, FC Porto. Benfica have to go to Liverpool tonight and play. It's not going to be an easy game for them. They're going to be tired. Sporting have got a better record against them in the last two games. They've played away at Benfica. They beat them two one and three one the last time they played. Um, you know, Sporting's home record has been pretty good in in the last uh, in their last few few games. You know, they beat Ferreira, they beat Aruca. They did lose to Porto in there, but they beat Estero and, and they may have lost to Man City, but there's no shame in that. Um, you know, that they're a good team. Uh, Benfica's away for them they lost to Braga uh, away recently they drew with Boa Vista um, they've lost some games in there against Porto and against some other clubs in there I just think Sporting are going to be in a better place for this game than Benfica are I'd hate to have to go and play against Liverpool and then go play a team at the top of the table beside them they'll be knackered um, and this is what I think what happened to Atletico Madrid last week you know Atletico Madrid had to play against City and they sat in they didn't have any shots on target they just they just held in and they were yeah. knackered for when they had to play against Mallorca so hopefully the same happens this week Sporting are 12 to 11 at home and yeah Jerome what have you got? Yeah, have
3: you- we, ho- hopefully that theme continues teams playing in Europe and then being tired in yeah, the being game. tired that's yeah. what we need that's what we that's what look what we for need. this weekend Chelsea deed that's what we need <laughs> that's what we need we want we need <laughs> um, so what have you got for value then? okay so if I told you this team at home has won 11 of their last 12, you're like, where do I sign up, right? Yeah. And that is Mansfield at home to Sutton at 9 to 10 on Saturday, three o'clock, playing against Sutton, who in their last five away games have only won one. And that was against Oldham. They cannot beat anyone. And Mansfield have beaten all the top teams at home as well. So I just feel like... I would go banker, but I just feel it's too big a price for banker. So that's why I've gone for Man United. But Mansford, I can't see how they don't win that game. They, they're in the hunt for the automatics. They've got a game in hand, so this game takes them into third, into the automatic places. Which so they're definitely like will need to do that. And they've got goal scorers on fire. They score lots of goals, don't concede many. Tight at the back, very strong up front, and they always bl- they get it done early. That's what we like. So bet three six five win. First
2: half done. I think it's good. I mean, Sutton's away form is not great either. They've taken 23 points from 20 games. That puts them 13th in their away form overall. And Mansfield's home form, they take 42 points from 19 games. Yes. They're pretty damn good. So I think it's a and good Mansfield, pick in there. In the
3: form guide, the last 20, they're top of the form guide, last yep. 20. So I, I just don't. I know Sutton are, are high up, but their away form is just. It doesn't. It's, it's, yeah,
2: they're getting in on home form, not away form, aren't they? Um, yeah. But yeah, cool. So Andy, do, we have, the, do we have the maths for uh, six point
1: four seven? Uh, there you go. That's to one. Six point four seven
2: to
1: one. Or seven, <laughs> See if you stuck that in. Six point four seven to three. Well, No, just in case. <laughs> I, just in case anyone thought I was uh, reading the decimal odds there, so the decimal odds would be seven point four seven, but mm. six point four seven to one. Uh, pretty good. Six and a half to one um, for the for the value travel this week, uh, and I think it's got a decent shot. On to the Outsiders, where we look for those spicy odds, as Gordo and Joy would say. Um <laughs> Where we, we find something that the bookies have priced up as an Outsider that we think has a decent shot at coming in. Uh, my Outsider, Sunday, 9am in the Japanese J-League for Avispa Fukuoka versus Serezzo Osaka. Um, you'll know from last week, they came in as my, my charity bet when I took the under two and a half goal line in the Avispa Fukuoka game. They just keep games really, really tight, and they have been very good at doing this, especially when it comes to them being at home in the league. They have played four home games in the league this season. Jerome, how many goals in total have been scored across those four home games? Just a guess. In total, so them and the teams they're playing, they've played four games at home. Six? Three. There have been three goals. Well, <laughs> Right, so they keep it tight, and they don't score. <laughs> I think their I think their main game plan is if they can keep it nil-nil to around the eighty-fifth minute, they can then go all out and try and grab a winner. Um and if they've only managed to concede the one through 85 minutes, then go all out for the last five minutes and try and get an equalizer. You would um, not want to be a
3: fan of that team. Oh I mean. god, fuck that what
2: a
1: team and to follow that would be. It would be reasonably turgid. Um so yeah, those those three goals. So where they've come from. A 1-0 loss to the Kashima Antlers, who are a good team. So, no shame 1-0 loss. 0-0 draws against Sagan, Tosu and Sapporo. So they will be teams that are down in the bottom quartile of the league. Just drew them 0-0. Uh, and they had a 1-1 draw with newly promoted Jubilo Iwata. So one loss and three draws for those three goals across four games. Um, I expect them to have exactly the same game plan when they play So Osaka this weekend. Uh, now, Originally I thought Azaka might be a decent shout here at odds of seventeen to eleven to get what I presume would end up a one 0 win if they do go ahead and win it. But the last two head to head games against these teams, are the last two games that matter, because they've only played twice since twenty sixteen and they were both last year. Um they ended a draw and also an a Vispa Fukuoka win by a one goal margin. So I really like the odds on a draw here, because they're they're much better. Uh they're twelve to five. So almost almost two and a half to one for a draw here in a game that Probably will end nil nil.
0: Probably
2: is that you know a very very. I was going to say best pick of the week, but that generally kills whatever pick that is. So yeah, don't say it. not yeah. say it. So what I'm just going to say is, I think it's a good pick, and I like I like the draw here because they they are so uninterested in football. Maybe they should pick another
1: sport. Like they're not really that interested in anything happening. Volleyball. Well, they, so if you think of football, right, the game that we know and love and do a podcast about every week is the equivalent of snooker.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Avispa Fukuoka tends to be playing billiards. like As in, it's it's the same-shaped table. There are no pockets. You can't
3: put the ball in anything. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just kick it around and it ends
3: nil-nil. Uh, so they so, just yeah, want to take... stay up in the league or draw a game. That's what, that's that's yeah, what they want to do. do you
1: know, yeah. yeah, they just want to you know, make it... I, I think their, their main game plan is not get beat. Um, yeah. And 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 they're doing very very well at that. Maybe it's very a case attritional. Of the, yes, maybe it's a case of if we sort this out and we don't get beat, we can then work on our attack once we've got the fundamentals yeah. of that right. Yeah. But while they're in this phase of just having on average less than a goal a game in total, more than happy to take a draw. So okay.
2: Um, I'll take you to Turkey for the most confusing game of football that can be played in Turkey uh, this is Alanya Spor versus Antalya Spor <laughs>
1: yeah, uh, yeah make sure uh, you click sure, the right one
2: yeah and, and I, <laughs> I fancy the away team so it's very key the away team Antalya Spor here uh, what I think is the, the, the rather spicy odds of 9 to 4 12 to 5 depending on depending on where you take it so um, there's reasoning for this um, Antalya Spor have been great over their last five games they've won five in a row uh, they beat Sivaspor they beat um, Basak Shaheer uh, Gersunia Sport Altea and Hatchesport those are all teams that are like all about the table there's no it's not as if they've, they've beaten the four at the bottom and then one at the top they, they, they've they got an even spread in there uh, and they're still in the chase here um, as are their opponents uh, opponents Alanyasport <laughs> <laughs> opponents, <laughs>
1: opponents.
2: <laughs> and, and,
1: Alanyasport yeah. Antalya <laughs> Sport <laughs> opponents
2: <Love it>. um, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Antalya Spor, the team that I'm backing in this, uh, the away team I'm backing here, uh, are on 47 points, and the home team are on 52 to get into the Europa League places. Uh, 53 points is is the current mark, and that's been set by Besiktas here. So, there's, they're they're both are within five points of doing that, and there's there's enough games still to play there. Um, I think Antalya Spor will get something out of this game, and I think they could win it. Um, Alanya Spor. Lost to Besiktas the last week they played four um, one. This was a, a, a kind of humbling loss where Mishi Batswai, who uh, who who we know, um, scored in the second minute and then the forty third minute um, to to get two goals for him in his campaign over there. Um, and Alanya Spor had you know, they were out of the game by halftime. I'd love to see that happen again. Um, and Antalya spores away form. It's, it's pretty decent as well. Um, they both lost recently to Trabzon to Sport. There's no, they're they're going to win the league comfortably. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to take the away team in this fixture. So the key thing is the away team. Uh, Antalya Spore here at 9-4. And I think that's a, a good outsider in there. Um, Jerome, do you want to talk about your outsider now? Because I, I okay. sense so, that there's a bit of passion in it. So let let be free. I, I, might,
3: I might like this team a little bit. And it happens to be. I'm going to be at this game, Wembley, half past four. I'll be there a bit earlier than that, but it's Wembley, half past four, Easter Sunday. So it's going to be the mighty Crystal Palace, five to one to beat Chelsea. That is me. That is my outsider this week. And there's you have yeah moment on
2: else. it. Yeah, or is it just it's
3: it, it's happening? It, it, it's okay. So in recent form, I must say we don't vary. Uh, fair well against Chelsea but what better stage to change it we're so excited to watch we play fast football dribbling loads of shots crosses like I just think we can do it a tired Chelsea midweek had their hearts crushed by Benzema hangover from Europe we take them 5-1 outsider what a price I
2: thought, I thought you were going for a connection we take them 5-1 <laughs> <That's it. laughs> It's over at half time. No, I, I wish you well because I, I, I look if, forward. If to we beat the if we beat
3: Chelsea five one, I don't know if I make it home that day or I'm just <laughs> yeah. in the gutter, just drunk.
2: Will you <laughs> will you make it to the podcast next week? Because that's
3: you'll still be out if you win at five one. That's the if, if 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 I have if I have a voice, I'll be there. if We if win five one. Yeah. Brilliant. I will be there.
1: Well, I hope you really enjoy it. Uh, and I hope for the outsider, uh, Trixie or Treble or however you put it on, it, it comes good. Um, as a Treble, those three picks return 65.3 to 1. So ni- oh, nice, nice pick wow. I'll, I'll be taking it as a Trixie as I do every week. So we only need uh, the meatloaf. Two My, out of
3: mine, mine, mine is hand on heart. But as, a, as, as Palace fan since I was eight years old, I cannot for an outsider say anything else. You have to understand that this week I can't do anything else
1: understood jerome and best of luck thanks guys on to the charity picks so this is where we put a tenor of our own money well sorry this is where we put a tenor of gordo's money this week um up on be- <laughs> up on behalf of the podcast uh on a treble uh three picks one for each of us and if they all come in all the returns we get go to a charity and this week it'll be of gordo's choosing so is my
3: thing is for, a direct debit
1: set up for Gordon
3: Yeah, for just me it's a, it's a, it's, straight <laughs> in.
1: it's there's no there's no point I, occasionally
2: Andy has to and Andy has to put it on but uh yeah it's a, it's a direct contribution from
1: myself. So the way so you know we'll tell you the secrets of the Trample bed podcast here. The way we work it is um whoever lets the charity down has to back it the following week um unless there is and it switches over if we both lose or if we both win. So the only so the only way that is that right, Gordo? If yeah. we both win, it switches over. Yeah. If we if both if lose went, it. Switches if we both over. if we both win and we both lose. If there's been a particularly bad loss
2: in there, the person generally gets gets stuck with it. So I, I think I remember one when we both lost, but you lost narrowly and I lost like fucking four-nil. Uh, and I was I felt obliged to put it on. But yeah, so <laughs> it is it is generally me. But hopefully next week. It's it's all winners and it, it passes over naturally rather naturally than a slight pass. With um, a contribution
1: to charity and a pass over to me. That's what that's what we're hoping for. Uh so my charity pick Saturday at 1 p.m., which means I'm in the German third division, the Dritte Liga for Halisher versus Havelsa. And the home win on Halisher here is seven to ten. Uh so Halisher are fourteenth, five points ahead of seventeenth placed Verl. Um, and I mentioned them because that 17th spot is the final relegation spot. So they're they're five points in safety just now. Havelsa are essentially dead last. They're second last, technically, but that's because Turgucou München forfeited all their games after going insolvent in the middle of the season. So if you look at the league table, it says the it says the bottom place team has played zero games and has zero points. Right? So Havelsa are one step above that, but they're they're last of the, the 19 teams that are actually taking part in the league this year. They've only got 19 points. They're pretty much destined for relegation. So Halisher have picked up seven points from the last five games, whilst Tavelsa are bottom of the five-game form table. They've only got one point from those last five games. They're just generally terrible, but not only are they bottom of the five-game form table, they're also bottom of the away game table. They've picked up nine points in total from their road games this season. The interesting thing is you compare that to the home side in this fixture, Hallisher, who have performed well above their league position at home. So they're 14th in the league, but if you look at only home games, they'd be 7th in that table. So they're a good home-performing team against a team that are dead last in pretty much every category. It's a great spot for a home win at odds of 7-10. to 10. Fine, Liga, Fine. Right I'll
2: take Gordonia
1: Spore What are you, I should, what are I, you golfers? Take,
2: look, I am in Scotland uh, For Arbroathia Spore Versus Queen of the <laughs> uh, No, I'm going to take I'm, Queen I'm of the Arbrothia South Spor. Spore Queen of the South Spor. <laughs> Spore um, Yeah, so I'm going to take our broth at home The Queen of the South These are two teams That are at Polar opposites of the league Three games left This being been uh, That's been one of them Arbroathia Are four points behind Kilmarnock For the automatic Promotion place they're still chasing that. Queen of the South is are pretty much out. You know, there's between them and Dunfermline, which is not even the safe spot that, that's the you get a playoff spot, um, <laughs> there's six points, you know. And between them and air, they're already, you know, they're 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 guaranteed to be either playing off or out, is 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 their option here. Um are both are a much better team. Are both can't really be caught. You know, they're unlikely to be caught into the kind of playoff for the playoff kind of spot but you know, I just think they're going to have enough to beat a Queen of the South team that have lost five on the spin six on the spin, sorry and uh, over the last few games are both in a good result against Hamilton away from home at the weekend uh, they drew with Partick they have drew with their, uh, Wraith and they beat Ayer um, over the last four games I just think they're going to have enough to, to beat Queen of the South get them at three to five or five to eight
3: here so that's that's the price I'll be taking Jerome, round us off. Okay. First off, I want to ask you a question about a player. Did you know that Rolando Aarons was at Huddersfield? No. Do you remember who he is? He was like a wonder kid on Football Manager when he was at Newcastle. And he's been at Huddersfield for two years and played seven games. I did not know that. No, that is a It didn't fun quite foot- pan
1: out the way that the artificial intelligence had it.
3: No. I wonder what that's like, just nicking the living. What's he on, like 10, 12, 15k? Just every week picking that he, up. He played with Motherwell last
2: playing. year. So he, he but a couple of years ago, he came up to Motherwell, he played six games and he booked out. The thing, he was like, he was meant to be one of these ones. Because he played with a couple of, like, he played with Newcastle a bit and then Verona and some other teams.
3: But yeah, Huddersfield and yeah, he's played not much at all. So... Uh, and I thought that's still high for him, but that is my, that is my charity. Huddersfield at home to QPR, QPR, like they were, they were flying in the playoff places, but all of a sudden seems like they're just fallen off a cliff. They were in the playoffs and now they're 11th, no form whatsoever. It looks like their head's gone. The manager's about to leave at the end of the season and Huddersfield just trying to hunt down Bournemouth with a few games less, but. They're just running them down to try and get that last automatic because the 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 top of the championship that these teams they consistently win. Nottingham Forest, Sheffield United. Millwall They're all chasing And they're all Getting points every week So you need to keep it up For the final push For the end And I can't see Huddersfield losing At home to QPR QPR have been
2: it. so bad Recently They've they lost Seven of their last eight And lost like If you look at them On flash score that They've they've got two wins And two draws And a whole bunch of L's For the rest yeah. of their
3: games like, It's like someone's just, someone's just Flipped the switch Like you can't yeah. win anymore The doom switch yeah, that's
1: it. <laughs> switch. <laughs> well, hopefully, the Doom Switch stays depressed.
3: Yes.
1: Uh, yes. <laughs> and we get a Huddersfield win at the weekend. So, the charity pick then um, combined will be 4.19 to 1 if you backed it right now, 365. So, pretty good. Um, 10 are into over 50 quid. And hopefully, we'll be announcing that we are donating that to charity next week. Um, that's the show. Do join us on Facebook. Uh, search Trample Bet Podcast on Facebook. Join the community there. There's a load of good stuff. Um, community of uh, a couple of hundred members, almost 300, I think, um, discussing their best bets for the weekend. Uh, a load of guys that know about a lot of different leagues um, and different sports. So come join us there. And if you fancy helping us out, we have a Patreon channel. So www.patreon.com forward slash trample or download the Patreon app. And search trampled bet six pounds a month gets you access to a whole host of things and it really helps us out. We really appreciate it. Um, you guys that you guys that have already signed up, thank you so much for supporting the show. It helps us churn out this content every week. Uh, I think we've got some good picks there, gents. Thank you very much.
2: Thanks for having me again.
1: Well, yeah, you're very welcome.
2: It good, to, it good to see you from uh
3: live from the gutter next week. So
1: have I'm a living. wonderful <laughs> weekend, Jerome. I really enjoy yeah, really it.
3: Listen, if we win, you get voice notes on the lot. That is <laughs> yeah, it. that's the whole thing. I look that's forward for the patrons, to it. Mate. That's that. I can't wait. I if it. we lose, if we lose, don't talk to me.
0: Yeah,
1: don't just <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Good luck. Uh, thank you to everyone for listening. Have a great weekend. Happy hunting. Bye. The Trampled Bet Podcast is produced by Andy Vaughn, Gordon McLarnon, and Gary Black. Part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Find the next show you'll love at sports-social.